Good evening, everybody. Uh, a live live stream, that's, that's encouraging because I've been on the road and I, I was thrilled to be here tonight. I was just down in Dana Point, a couple of pastor's events. Tomorrow morning I'm leaving for North Carolina. I'll be back for Sunday, uh, but I was thrilled because uh, as we were getting up to the 7 o'clock hour, I, wasn't, I couldn't remember who the guests were because it's been kind of a crazy day. And two amazing guys showed up who I absolutely adore, Chris Dunn and Bryce Eddy, who are both part of Covered Six. And I, I thought, what a fitting show tonight uh, to have you guys on, because you just finished uh, speaking to the Conejo uh, Republican women, or no? Uh, we did it a, a few weeks ago now. A few weeks ago um, now. But, but you've been really busy, um, because we're coming up to what will be probably the most critical election since 1860. And there's, there's rumors out there that, that there's going to be civil rioting. Uh, what we're experiencing now, or at least what we've experienced, is possibly going to increase because there is tension in the country. And a lot of folks don't know what's going to transpire. Everyone's putting their hopes and dreams on, on this election. Uh, tensions are rising. It, 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 you couldn't have two more opposing views. It's, it's a It'd be a radical change uh, of direction if one party wins. And we've watched riots occurring in Portland, uh, Seattle, New York, Washington, D.C., Kenosha, uh, Detroit. And you guys are part of what's called Covered Six, which is a private security firm. And for the first time, I think, in the history maybe of the U.S., there's a public-private partnership taking place because of the concern. And, and to the extent you're comfortable sharing, and maybe for folks that have some trepidation, some fear, as we're just a handful of days away from this election, uh, can you speak to that? Sure. Is that, is that yeah. cool? I mean, first, I, I'm just happy to see you in the flesh. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm nice. happy to see you guys. Yeah. I miss you. I really do. And, yeah. and Chris, it's good to be with you. Sure. And Bryce, I, I mean, we, we were... Before all this, we were hanging out together quite a bit, and now it's just Charlie Kirk crazy train, and you guys are on your own crazy train. I'll call yeah, it the are. covered six crazy train. It, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. It's been a roller coaster. Um, everything you're saying is being it's resonating with pretty much everyone that we talk to. Uh, obviously, we're before this we were in unprecedented times, and and there was a level of uncertainty that was disconcerting for most of America. But now that uncertainty has just been going on and on. And, and when there was supposed to be a reprieve and we were supposed to be resetting and we were supposed to be reopening and we were supposed to be, uh, you know, kind of collecting ourselves, it just continues to be, and you said, crazy train. And they shift the metrics. And Everything yeah. shifts. Yeah. So uh, obviously everyone says common sense isn't common. All these things are now kind of um, coalescing into this election. And, and, and uh, uh, the other terms, dystopian nightmare. You're watching poverty being forced on the populace. Businesses are being shuttered. Kids haven't worse. been in school. Yep. Sports teams are taking political positions and viewership is dropping. No one has an outlet. The, the rage is, is, there's a cold, you know, bubbling cauldron. Yeah. And but Disneyland is protesting. Yeah, Disneyland. You know, when Disneyland protests, yeah. we've got issues. Yeah, we've got issues. Um, and so... What you're saying is is something that everybody's feeling, and now they're just vocalizing it. And we obviously get a lot of questions. I'm in that business, but I'm actually not. You know, you said security company. I think that's really not uh, 
everything we do. It's no, just the, it's, it's just the forefront portion, of yeah. like if someone said, "Well, you're you're just you're a church." You do a lot more than that. You're really doing a lot actually for for who you are, and it's amazing what you're doing. And so for us, we we have a lot of other things, and we're into education and technology, and I'm really you know we're trying to shape that industry uh, in a way that uh, you know to make some changes. However. The timing couldn't be right, and better lucky than good, right? And and I don't think it's good because I actually people say your business must be booming. Well, it's not great to be booming because of other people are hurting, and not necessarily booming because you had mentioned something uh, uh, in a previous podcast where you were talking about sometimes you have gifts, and it's not about those trinkets that will be the result of that. And that's kind of how I feel with this: is that just because we're good at what we do in security doesn't mean we're happy about the fact that America is being challenged at an unprecedented level. Yeah, and in fact, you, you mentioned the the word uh, rumor of you know unrest and issues like right. that, and it's credible intelligence yeah, right now. It's not just um, a rumor. Well, and and I, you know, that I'm connected in those areas. Sure. That I, I get that intelligence. Yeah, and, yeah, you're and, seeing and it too. You know, we're we're 201 live streams in and everything we've been saying from the beginning even to now it's is been, all true it's, yeah. it's come to fruition we're we've been we, we're enmeshed in the sources that give yep. us the the insight that is true so and and you want to be responsible and not really just say hey pay, pay attention yep um so we you know we just want to give the facts and we want to share what's happening and you're always interested in what's happening and well, so I want, and, and that's why we, we're blessed <clears throat> to have you guys on on the program because Folks, tune in. This is critical information that they need for these trying times. How do we, how do not react? How do we respond properly? I think when we get this question a lot, and obviously I don't have a crystal ball to understand, you know, what are the, what are the moves exactly? But I, I can say this, is that consistently we have seen that this is not ending. This is a new normal. You know, the, let's just, you know, people say, well, this is pandemic's going to end. We don't necessarily believe that. And 10 years ago, I can take credit for the fact that I've been saying that this would be coming. But really what started that, and you have uh, actually some unfortunate and maybe fortunate, and Bryce and I were talking about this earlier, that you were mayor during one of the worst active shooters, if not the worst in the country in 2018. And I I hate to bring that up, but it's important to understand that that was shaping America prior to all this. There were, there were signs of the things that are happening, right? It, and it, and it's, it's manifested itself in the way that we do security in the church because right. when we yep. saw that, we changed everything. I mean, you've got three levels of security. There's, we're, we're, we're prepared for an active shooter. Sure. And, and there, it's not going to happen here as, as far as it, if, it's, if it's up to us, we're prepared for that. And so, yeah, it changes your world. Yeah, and that, and that, that was that's now in the past. I mean, yeah. people we don't even talk about active shooting anymore. We're talking about pandemics and yep. and economic failure, and now we're talking about um, whether you want to call it a socialist anarchy, whatever name you want to give it. It's let's something just say, very. Let's say radical what civil do you unrest. Call it? Okay, yeah. radical <laughs> civil go. unrest. People are seeing it in places that they've never seen it. You have major cities that uh, in neighborhoods, and they're going to door to door now. They're leaving notes. We call them. Uh, they just left a night note, and everyone's debating whether that's real. If you don't know what a night note is, it's what um, every Marxist country that's ever overthrown leaves a note saying, "If you if you socialize with the enemy, we're going to come burn you down." Yeah. It's a notice, dear neighbor. It starts with dear neighbor. <clears throat> You know, this is level of fear, and whether you believe it or not, the perception is a lot of it is real, and rightfully so. And so the fear is at the highest level. And what can you do is what we ask. What do I do? We were being interviewed by a local uh, newspaper, and it's, it's crazy when the actual reporter, she brings her husband, one, 
which is odd. You know, she came right. and we, I get interviewed. And so he came because he was interested in hearing what we had to say about being safe. Not necessarily the article. So they, they reveal later that they're now kind of prepping. And they have go bags. And these are people that came from Pennsylvania. They moved to California for the weather. They never thought that they would be preparing for something that is like apocalyptic. Yeah, I, explain to everybody. Isn't what that a, crazy? Yeah, explain to everybody what a go bag is, so they know. Because yeah, it's like it's it's a bag that basically you pack in case of a, an earthquake. It would, normally, it would have been for an earthquake or a disaster, but now that includes social unrest or being dislocated from your home. Um, it's a little bit more. Uh, uh, involved in you know toilet paper, so yeah. you have it's you know essentials. basic essentials yeah. that yeah, if you, you had to grab one you need thing, if you need to escape, grabbing you can only escape. one thing. But if you have to start thinking of things like that, and we're not talking about earthquake preparedness, we're talking about social unrest where you right. can be un- unseated from your home. This <clears> is where we're at. This is where, what level of of kind of uh, thought process that we're dealing with. And so people ask, and I, and I know we don't have a lot of time, and I think all I can say is. Um, Across the board, just look at it from 20,000 feet. What can you do? And I talk about, you talk about this a lot, and community. We see a lot where you're going to have to go back to that old school, I call it circling the wagons, where you find out the people who have the same beliefs as you, the same value system. You share a lot of commonalities in your neighborhood. And that's not going to be everybody. Right. And then you start working together. Yeah, we've, been, we've been calling it a, a, a reset to self-reliance. Um, you know, when yeah. Chris bumps people out, I, I say, okay, what are the good news in these things? And I do think that's a, a, an actual positive thing. You know, we, we are, we're kind of retracting into, into tighter communities, right? We're, we're getting to know our neighbors. We're understanding, hey, you know, if, if something goes down, you know, what can you help with? What are your skills? You know, things like that is, are important. So people should be talking to their neighbors, you know, understanding where they need to go, having, having a plan for things, you know, being self-aware, all the stuff that, that for a while we were walking around kind of like zombies, you know, heads in our phones, you know, things like that. And that has to change now. Yeah. It, you know, and you've mentioned this before. I've heard you talk about, you know, the importance of having church open. And a lot of these conversations, obviously, mind, body, and soul, we've talked about that before, about being prepared on a lot of levels. Um, but this is, these are conversations that are happening in the parking lot on, after Sunday service. You know, what do we do? What about the safety part? Because people realize your soul can be saved, but you physically have to survive certain things so that you can spread the word and be the, the person that helps. And I think fellowship, that's exactly what it is when people are gathering together, talking, and having these types of conversations, not just, and, and maybe I'll get in trouble by saying this, but just having faith. Mm-hmm. I, I heard once, I heard a, actually... You won't, you won't get in trouble because faith without well, you'll works... You'll explain faith, it better than faith, I can. But faith without works is dead. There you, you go. So you, you pray for a garden, you, right. you, you pick up a hoe. So, you, yeah, yeah. You can only be uh, forgiven as much as you're, you're willing to work for. And that's, that's, I heard the Catholic priest actually say that, but I'm going to give him credit. That sounds like a Catholic uh, priest. Yeah, it sounds like a Catholic <laughs> priest. But, you got to earn it. No, that's, yeah. that's not Protestant. Exactly. Go ahead. Um, and he was Irish too. So yeah, look at that. Now. Yeah, exactly. You can tell. <laughs> but that's that's kind of what you know. The community is important, and the preparedness of taking. You know, we get a lot of people. Gun sales are up at the highest level in the history of America. Talk period. About that. What, uh, highest in the history of America. History of it used yeah. to be when uh, we had Obama and other uh, Democratic uh, political movement. There would be a spike. But right now, you literally LAPD, for an example. I'll just give you some facts cut their qualifications to zero. Officers are not recalling right now. And their ammunition budget is in half. 
They can't even get ammunition as of a week ago. Amazing. Now think about that. Now, I don't know what's at work. I'm not really a conspiracy theorist, but I'm like, people are saying, well, maybe someone's buying it up or we don't know what's happening. Or maybe it's just toilet paper during COVID where people are grasping at straws and going and saying, look, we better go buy a gun. We know for a fact that uh, whether you're liberal left or liberal, democratic, there's a lot of first-time Democrats buying guns. Yeah, it, all of a sudden the Second Amendment's becoming kind of critical. Oh, yeah. yeah, all of a sudden now that is at the... And, and what, what cracks us up is they're shocked at the 10-day waiting period, which they all... Oh, yeah. They, they they all voted for. Like, yeah. What are you, you talking mean? about? We're going to wait 10 days for <laughs> I safety. I, I can't protect my private property. Yeah, exactly. You can't just come in and pick it yeah. up. Yeah. And, and they're actually coming in and whispering, hey, uh, we need some training. Don't tell anybody I'm a Democrat. And, and we're like, well, you know, it doesn't... We literally have some famous... People yeah, coming we can't in really that, say who, but we we're talking about that, that, that A-list people. It's okay to let them know I've been there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that's that's kind of you know as far as advice goes, band together, get good information. Don't don't be paralyzed. Analysis paralysis. You know the whole thing where we start to just overdo it and we're over prepping. And um, well, just just an example. You know, get prepared to be on your own. Yeah, it, just that's an it. example. We we're looking at this facility as. A rallying point. Yes, for so sure. So we're, we're prepared. You know, granted, the entire city can't descend on us, but we're we're ready to help folks. We're 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 prepared for, you know, disaster or civil unrest, and it. You know, we're we've we've as a staff we've prepared for that. So, well, you've well, seen you've seen the movie. It's movies. a perfect example of what people should be doing with their neighbors, yeah. friends. You know, all of that we're is. We're ready for alternative right. communication sources where we can communicate via, if systems go down. These are all things that if we. If you get banned from Twitter, what are you, you going to do? Yeah. You know, that's the communication is a big thing. If you if you look through history, and you're a better historian than I am because that's one of your your things is about history. Um, where do people gather when the government fails them? Well. If, if they're was, always at the church, and yeah, you know, the Civil War. It was uh, churches and schools turned into hospitals. Yeah, right. And houses became command centers. And at Cold Harbor, in yeah. less than in less than two hours, seven thousand were were killed. Every school, every the, the Battle of Cold Harbor in the Civil War, in less than two hours, seven thousand were killed, countless wounded, and every school, every church became a hospital. There you go. So yeah, this is where they go. This is where they're going to go. They're going to want but, the information. But, we're non-essential. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that in. I know. I was surprised that you don't have like an ankle bracelet by now or something. I was like, is Rob still I took good? It and I took he's it been off. traveling? Like It was itching. <laughs> <laughs> Broke it off. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, you know, obviously the people have a lot of questions and, and we're always open. And, and I've, I've told Bryce and all of our, our staff, we're lucky to have those gifts to, to be able to be self-reliant. We had already been in that. So this is, a, this is a low barrier of entry for us to understand. But there's some unprecedented things going on. And, and you mentioned it. You hit it right on the head with the, the private-public partnerships. The government entities at a local level, probably even a federal level, but let's just deal with what I know is the local level, state level, um, are asking for help. And... So we just came from a place where we're, we don't want to release too many details, but it will be public. It will be public. We're a very well-known city, and rightfully so, and they're actually embracing it in a different way. They're not going to try to keep it quiet. They're actually saying, let's do this responsibly. Let's show and prove that we, moving forward in this country, are going to need public-private partnerships for safety and security. Yeah. And um, we've been... Luckily, blessed with being able to provide a large number, the largest number that I've seen of, of private security individuals that are their customer service model-based people to secure a community um, 100% to, to make a stand against the people that are coming to do bad. Would it, 
would, would it be possible to share with folks whether or not this community you speak of has already experienced civil unrest? Yes, absolutely. Yes. They did. They yeah. were they were. Looted. I knew that. I it's <clears throat> unprecedented. Um, the people there are largely religious. And um, they're going the opposite direction. Instead of um, you know saying, "Hey, we're going to defund, we're going to do this, we're going to do that," which never works. You really can't uh, negotiate with the mob, right? We know this. This is just straightforward tactics. Uh, they're taking the opposite stand. They're being very proactive, but they're doing it responsibly. And I can say, you know, listening to them talk, this isn't about, "Oh, we're not, we're taking a stand, and this isn't going to happen in our town." It's not the two, the one sheriff deal, the yeah. one horse town. They're actually approaching this as that this is the future. We have to find a way to work together, but to be safe and do it in a way that is not as aggressively perceived. They're not conceding that they're wrong, which they shouldn't, but they're saying that maybe there's a way. And I think the, the opposite side should take heart to that, that these people are actually looking for solutions and they get dogged so hard. Yeah. The thin blue line doesn't get any credit for what they're trying to do. So we're, we're happy to be able to, to participate. And for me... Uh, in my company and Bryce and, and the things we're doing, this is fantastic. I would have done anything to get this, this opportunity to prove that we all are first responders now. Yeah. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. You were, you were uh, exposed to a terrible incident as a leader. And you can't say that it didn't change the way that you perceive everything and what you believe everything prior to that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, and this, this, um, this city... Uh, you know, you look at cities across the country, they wouldn't have the wherewithal that this one city would have to be able to partner with a private organization. And, you know, the thin blue line is getting real thin. Yeah. And when the unrest hits, people, you know, that the Second Amendment is, you don't come from my private property. I have every right to defend it. And you, you come to my house threatening my neighbors or my life you, I, I will stop you, and I have every right to stop you. And then you have opposing ideologies that that's why this election is so critical in that they, they don't see individual rights. They, they see co communal, uh, Soviet, uh, you know. They, uh, there was a, um, uh, essentially it's a, it's a website that's dedicated to uh, uh, educating them in the process of civil unrest and yeah. things like that. And they, and they have, uh, they identify all what they call the right wing groups and how to deal with them and, and what they look like and, and what their different, you know, um, uh, different strategies are and things like that. And, and then, um, the, the very far furthest column in this matrix is like the things that you will expect a response from them. Uh, when you, when, when activists are engaged in one of the things that that's on all of them is, is, um, property destruction and they put it as if this is a positive thing that they are doing when they're out there like expect resistance from these groups when you're out destroying property amen it, you know but but i mean it's, a, it's just amazing that that for them that was like their positive thing because they do not believe that anyone should really own property is, is yeah. the essential you idea know, of it there's something different though that's happening that concerns me more than anything you know having spent 35 plus years in the profession of arms and dealing with crisis and understand with people who don't do that law uh, enforcement, you know, law enforcement understands it. They, they go out and, and they're like, wow, I'm glad I, I had a rough weekend means you, you almost got killed. Um, so there's some, some things that were normal in an unnormal job. 
what's different now and what's different for your, your listeners and the people that are mostly going to be affected by what the change is, is not just that the police aren't coming as fast or they're not, as, we've talked about this, where they're not as motivated. The difference is you have the right to self-defense. We're, nobody's going to argue. I mean, we don't argue that. That was always preserved. I grew up knowing that. The difference is now I feel like I had that right. Because what, what set us apart was the ideology has always been opposite. There's always been people believe you didn't have to shoot him. You could have shot Joe Biden. You could have shot him in the leg. That's always been floated out there. For the first time, though, there is no fair system of evaluation if you do decide to defend yourself. You're likely to be the one that's going to be prosecuted. Now, you might win. We don't know how the McCloskeys are playing out. We've seen a lot of national things where people are defending their own safety. But for now, you have to be very clear in what you do and be what, there's a word we used for many years in this business is be defensible. It's not just could you, it's should you. And if you do, then you got to be able to justify it. And I tell that people when you're purchasing a handgun because largely you're, you're opening up something where it's great. It, it, it will save your life if that's what you need. There's yeah. no better tool at this point than, than straight luck of getting away if you, if you defend yourself with a firearm. However, the court of public opinion which has now become more powerful than the actual court of the law, ordained, as you always say, by God, Um, that system is in question. And that's what concerns me is that if I did get in this event and I felt like I was in the right, that for the first time, starting from go, you're probably going to be guilty. They've they've actually purposely created this because when you look at the secular progressive left with Soros, he has gone deliberately in the political system, invested – to get district attorneys that will not prosecute those who violate the law and destroy public property, but will prosecute anyone who defends their property. They do the exact opposite, and they're creating unrest at these highest levels of government because they have infiltrated, especially in major cities across the U.S. It's intentional. um, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's it's a destabilizing tactic. Yeah. Yeah, and so if it's intentional, you know, know that the other intentional thing will be that you don't get justice. They actually single you out and, and make sure that they prosecute you. And that's, for me, it's, it's very scary. It's very scary in that sense. And I don't use the word scary because I'm, not, I'm a security guy. I'm not supposed to be scared. But I like a fair playing field knowing right. that, hey, you can have your opinion, I can have mine, and we're just going to let the facts speak for themselves. And that's what's blurred right now. What that, are the facts? That's why it's, it's far more comforting to be in Ventura County because we oh, do know 100%. our district attorney. 100%. We do know our sheriff. Amen. These are folks that do believe in, in the rule of the law. Rule of law. Yep. Uh, they're, they're not manipulated. They're not owned. There, there still is this strong, you know, ethos. Uh, but you, you get into LA County and you're now, Politics. it's, it's a, the, the political structure changes. Yep. And anyone who thinks that you shouldn't be involved in politics there's a reason why you're in Ventura and folks are in L.A. and why you're more comfortable here than you are there and why you move to those areas, why people move out of California to go to other areas that are more secure. And you say politics doesn't matter. That's what's created this mess. While we were sleeping, playing church, they were busy in the ecclesia, the public square, you know, taking over those district attorney spots, taking over those areas. And now they want to implement civil unrest and it really is, there has to be an awakening because you guys do what you do and you do it well. But there's only so many of you. 
There's that, and you know, we find ourselves having to be more secure. So yeah. I'll use an example. I, I, I teach at a major university where we talk about foreign travel to the foreign the students who are going on their their uh, trips overseas to, to study abroad. And we have a program that we teach them about awareness and, and reliance and understanding that foreign governments don't have law enforcement like America. There right. is no country like America when it comes to being able to be on vacation and feel safe. Yep. However, now, just like OCONUS, which is outside the continental U.S., CONUS, which is a military term we use, is just as, if not more, potentially dangerous like a third world country. Because if you accidentally decide you're going to go out to dinner down in Los Angeles and you find yourself in the middle of protest at an intersection, we've seen those people, what happens to them. Because if they yeah. try to drive through, they're, they're chased down and prosecuted for running people over ADW. We, yep. we, Assault we with we a deadly a, weapon. Yeah, yeah we, we right? did a podcast. If, they over stop, over. if, they get stopped, if you stop, you get pulled out, out and beaten. And who yeah. are you? Put your fist up. So... Really? I've just Sorry. never seen anything yeah, like this. We did never a podcast uh, just the other day, which should be uh, released in the next day or two, with, uh, with our training director. And we talked about the various things, self-awareness, and, and we talked about um, you know, uh, keeping your head up, you know, planning, um, planning uh, watching where you're going. Because a lot of the folks that get caught in some of those situations are you know, just turning down a street, not paying attention. Oh, there's this crowd up here. What's going on? You know, maybe I shouldn't go down this street. Um, you know, some of those very things. And we've, we've, again, we've been walking around, you know, kind of numbed and, and zombies for so long. And, and now we're having to teach the very same things that we'd teach to people going overseas. We're having to teach it now here. Even as, as we sit here tonight, we've got security. When I drive home, and there's been a couple of occasions where I, I, you know you're being followed. You just take a securitist route, see if they keep tra- trailing you. You get a license plate number and you call it a night. And, and you, constant cars coming by periodically, just make sure, and you're aware. And, and you know, you're prepared. I, I'm, I'm aware of my surroundings. I, I never used to have to worry about that. Yeah. But it's now crazy. that's the case, you know. And, and I don't live in fear, but I am aware. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no reason. It, it doesn't you, frighten me. I'm just aware. But that's probably why it doesn't frighten you. And I think, you know, a lot of people in businesses, I consult for businesses that have that same plan. Well, what are the odds it will happen to us? And this was in, in reference to active shooter. What are the odds? One, it's likely that if it does happen, these will be the, this will be the outcome. It will be someone else, not us. You know, all those types of denials, you can't afford to have anymore. No. So second to the community is actually just make a concerted effort now to know that you have to be in charge of your own safety and security. Yeah. Just like with fires, we're dealing with that too as well. You know, on top of everything, uh, now that people are, you know, we have a private fire thing. It was just in the paper and, the, and everyone's calling and I what do I truck. do? It's cool. Isn't yeah. that cool? Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those things. It's just, look, if we're privatizing everything and we're looking at this and even this, the, these police departments and these, these cities are reaching out for help, you have to also go, well, just like, it reminds me of the frontier. We're going west, and there's not going to be a lot of services out there. Yeah. So we're going to have to take care of ourselves. What would that list look like? And it doesn't necessarily have to involve a gun, but it does have to involve some planning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does have to involve some awareness, some community, because there's nothing better. One can fight, one, two can fight, yeah. ten. And, we, and we're the first people to say that you know guns are not always the answer no, for no, most I, people. They're not for everybody. For sure. Not for everybody. Let, me, let, me, let me just take a look at this and unpack it. Because it, you were talking, it's fascinating to me. I saw the fire truck. That came about, if I'm not mistaken, because when the fires hit us, after the shooting, then we had the fires. That was in the, literally in the same. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you went through that back. whole it was, back to back. Yeah, it was Unbelievable. Four days from hell. Yeah. 
But in L.A., when the fire jumped, and they weren't sending services into Malibu. Those, those folks were all alone. I got clearance for a friend to get down there to go help, and they let him pass the fire line to go in, and they were the only two. No one came by for days. Mm-hmm. And, and these are wealthy homes that pay huge taxes that get no services because we're in a state that is in debt. We're in a state that has taxed our citizens into oblivion, and everyone's stretched. Well, and didn't do the historical fire management right. and all no, the things that we've done. Because that's, that's the approach we take, and it's all, all of this could have been remedied by better politics. Yep. By better policies. But we are ripe where these cities, and, you know, having been a councilman, mayor, and mayor pro tem of this city— Cities are now turning to private sectors for assistance. Sure. Yeah. Well, not just cities, also uh, homeowners, associations homeowners associations and lo- residents yeah. and things like that. That's that's where we're being hired because what's happening is the the um, you know fire services through liability for liability reasons and things like that are are prematurely evacuating or suggesting that people need to evacuate. It's people over uh, property. Let the property burn. Th- that's yeah. it. When when ember cast and things like that can be managed by residents. Right. Being there, you know, uh, take the garden hose to it, you know, little things like that where the neighborhood itself would not be under ordinary uh, danger, but they're being told to prematurely evacuate. Um, We were in those very same neighborhoods serving as security and realizing that, oh, okay, we can pick up that hose, put this out. And then, you know, uh, Chris, ever the uh, entrepreneur and, you know, I would have never said that being a police officer, public servant, public safety. I was always evacuate. You know, you should heed the word. Are you crazy? A garden hose. This is the force of nature. Yep. But we saved three homes with a garden hose. Well, in our, and, yeah. and we have, I, I literally did it, and I have video of me, and, and we I have go, relationships. wait, this works. What, yeah. what did I miss? It's like, yeah. you know, you got to wake up. So, you know, that's just another example of what we're talking about. Yes, yeah, so we yeah. cross-trained our guys, and they were, you know, suppressing looters and fires. So You've got to look at everything safe. Boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so... Limited, we, we, we can go longer. They've been wanting me to kind of limit it to 30 minutes, and I'm, I'm not you used gotta, to that format yet because uh, they say the We'll go as long as you want yeah, to go. And yeah. you got to get some rest, man. No, no, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I know you're doing the work, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. But let's, let's bring it down to a personal level because uh, you're talking about, you know, helping out homeowners associations, things of that sort. T- talk to the folks out there just individually as we're approaching this election and, and – and my, my view of it is hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Sure. So let's go there. I'm going to use myself as an example. Do it. Because, you know, when I was walking in here, your security guy was like, oh, I usually do security for the guests. And, but now that you're here, uh, we don't need security. And I said, no, you're wrong. I'm going to be sitting up there staring at Rob McCoy. I, we're more vulnerable than ever. Yep. And so even as people who are professionally in this, a doctor needs a doctor. I have to do the same thing with my wife and my family. And good or bad, COVID has actually prepared people. It's like, man, the toilet paper thing really tripped people out. That your services can go away very quickly. Yeah. And now that 911 is getting less and less likely to, to happen, we had a, uh, in a neighborhood where we, we, we patrol, we had an uh, armed robber in custody. And it took 28 minutes to get a sheriff. You know, so with these things happening, it is what it is. I don't even look at the why. So with me, I have to remind my wife. 
listen, and my family and my kids. You know, this is, these are conversations I'm having with 10 and 12 year olds who actually, they're on it. They have the answers when I say, what do we do if this happens? What do you do if this happens? A lot of people want to protect their children from these unfortunate uh, things that are happening in the world. But I believe that, like when you were going west, that a little bit of reality for children is actually good. Yeah. Well, and I don't know what you it believe as a pastor. Like, what advice do you give? Security you, and confidence. You bring the kids in. Yeah, by understanding. Okay, what do this we do? This is where we go. This is where we rally. This is where we meet. This is what. And you when know, you you're talking to your congregation, you don't keep it from the children. No, that they need to start understanding this early because the children, to me, are the most affected by all this. And so my kids are part of that plan. My wife's part of that plan. My friends are part of that plan. We discuss it all the time. What would we do? Um, our community has come together. So I think a lot. Yeah, we live in the same neighborhood. so I know. He got me to go in there. It's fairly <laughs> safe at this point. Yeah. And we have a bunch of people on the same block. But that's what I'm doing is if I'm doing it and I'm saying, well, what do I need? You wouldn't believe how many people are putting in generators right now. That's what we, yeah. yeah. See, did you yep. just do that? We got it generator. blows me away. Like uh, generator sales, I should have been in generators. Yeah. I mean, generators. Um, again, we mentioned the fire thing, but you can't even get one right now. So there's just a lot of things on that list. You can Google it. Just make sure you're doing something. Make sure you're not what I hear. I've heard from some people like, this is just an election phase. Yeah. Um, but, uh, this is going to be over and it's simple when, when Biden wins or yeah. Trump wins. I don't know about that. I don't know that, you know, I thought COVID was 14 days, you know, slow the curve. Yeah. So we're all dealing with that in business. We're dealing that in the world. It, it shut it's down uncertain. The, it shut down the supply chains for everything. Heat. Yeah. For medications. I mean, everything. Uh, and, and most of them have not recovered. No. Too. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. You, it's crazy. Some of the very same things that you did to prepare with COVID are the same things you would do with unrest. Yep. You know, uh, God willing, they won't start coming into the neighborhoods. I think it's politically bad. But one thing the Democrats and the left and the, they're, they're sympathizing with these people. Maybe they're not motivated. I know a lot of good Democrats that are not down with the, the rioting. But they're not necessarily fighting it openly because of their hatred for Trump. We have well, two, two issues there. Yeah. But putting those gremlins back in the box, mm-hmm. once you've been funding them, yeah. allowing them to operate, promoting them by not promote, by not, um, you know. Prosecuting them. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So what we no, have you've, is. You've emboldened them. We have a new way of, of protesting that has reached levels that are just off the chart. Yeah, they're gonna, they're, the only thing you've done for yourself is they'll come for you last. They always do. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What, and that's, tr- that's, we talk about tr- that all Churchill, the time. Right? We've Who seen said, it already. Uh, yeah. Appeasement is, uh, you know, just hoping the crocodile eats you last. Yeah. And, and here's the other one, <laughs> you know, the, the art of war where he says, uh, an enemy like this with, who is willing to bur- burn buildings in order to, it's about power. They will burn the buildings in order to rule over the ashes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They will burn the buildings with you in it. Yeah, in order you know, to rule nuts. the ashes. Yeah. Because it's not about truth. It's not logical. It's not logical. It's it's just power. And it and power driven by so it's evil. Good or evil. Yeah, it's yeah, evil. Driven by madness at the very least. Yeah. Um I'll I'll leave I'll leave people with one more thing. Um you know, we, we have a, a saying and we didn't invent it, but uh you know, Chris Chris says it all the time. Um remember one is none. And the idea, just when it comes to the simple things that you have in your kit and your go bags and things like that, is have have two of things. So if you have a flashlight in your house, don't go to that thing and it's dead. You know, you need to have two. You need to have multiples of things just to around your house. You know, be ready when something happens. Can you give a list of a simple bag just just for folks out there? I mean, just just the basics. 
he just said it. Um, one of the, the greatest weapons we have is light. Yep. I mean, imagine we can't function without it, and it's it's it. We have rolling blackouts, so there's just power issues. You got to have light. You have to have food and water to sustain you to get to the next food and water. Extra clothing if you need it. Medication if you need it. It's just like you would prepare just in an in an earthquake, yeah. and some sort of. Uh, communication radios. Yep. We have uh, two-way radios that we put in those bags. Um, first aid kit. And, first and aid kit for sure. You have to take. It's not boobers and band-aids. Yeah, like real kit. trauma. Yeah. You know, real because you're not going to be able to get to a, an EMT. And this is this is going to sound strange, but you want dog food because I, I remember. If you I got know a this dog. If you got a dog, you need dog food because you don't think about that stuff. But when we went through COVID, I could I couldn't get dog food. Yeah. And that was almost like a test to show you what would disappear if you just want to maintain you know in, in a residential area that isn't going to be threatened you're going to lose services um, and and you're going to lose supply chains so just be mindful of the critical things you need and then like you're saying if it's a go bag god forbid where you're evacuated self-defense some self-defense sort of tool something. and their taser yeah. you know the good thing about the internet they, they, they're smarter than we are with, oh, you know, Google. I got my issues. But, Rabbi but, Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you Google it and you, or search it, you will get a full list by people who've spent way more time than they should yeah. have thinking about the items that you can get. Yeah. Invest in it. Invest in something like that. But more importantly, secure your castle. You know, we find ourselves, we're so reliant on the system of government that we've had that's clearly broken in a lot yep. of ways. Yep. And so just be self-reliant. We talk about that and what that looks like for you. Because what it looks like for me is different than other people. I'm a, yeah. I'm a trekker. I've got all my, I'm a gear nut. I've got a whole garage full of like stuff. But I'll find that even I forget if I don't take the time to address it. And then come to church and talk to other people who are in the same boat. Either yeah. educate them or get educated by having the discussion. It's not a negative discussion. No. No. It's a good discussion. And and that's why I wanted to cover it tonight and I'm glad we did. And then yeah. in addition, as I you know, I shared earlier on in the program, this will be a, a community center in a, in a time of crisis that's as great. long as they haven't evacuated us. But even then, um, you know, we're we're not in a great fire danger in the location we're at and uh you know, and if spot. there is civil unrest this is this is a, a good, good place. Spot. It's a good spot. Yeah, yeah. this it's is way, way off the, way off the beaten boom. path for Bada sure. Boom. And because of our relationship with you and the good stuff that you're doing, and we really do believe in it, um, we're open. Yeah. No charge. Just drop us a line. I've yeah. got a, a, over 150 employees over there that will love to talk to you about this is what we do. Because that's some of the, the, the parts that we love in that passion side, Amen. that if we can help people that to feel a little bit better. Well, I know you've been instrumental in our security team developing in many respects and also, you know, asking them questions that they've taken to heart and have really improved their serve in that capacity. Yeah, these guys are great. Yeah, and and great. what we witnessed the day of the when we violated originally the restraining order and we saw the, the goons out front, masterfully they disappeared by job. the wisdom you guys imparted. So, um, yeah, and then we covered six. Just we're so grateful for for the insights and, and all the materials that you provide us. And, and I, I would encourage folks, make this a part of your preparation because the world has changed in that capacity. You don't do it out of fear, but you certainly do it out of wisdom and, 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 and be mindful and so grateful for what you guys do. And really, you've been an instrumental part in me understanding the best way to care for the folks who've been entrusted to us. And I, I, I don't think we would have been as equipped had I not been given the gift of, of you all in my life. So you're, thank you. You're 
Thank you for Thank that. You. Um, yeah. You're very humble when you talk about it. But, you know, there's not a bomb shelter around that doesn't have a Bible in it. Yeah. Amen. Or a foxhole, by the way. That's right. It's an old saying, right? There's no atheist yeah. in a foxhole. So there's a, it's, a, it's a holistic approach, you, for sure. You, you want to you protect life. You want to stay alive. But ultimately, we're all going to breathe our last and stand before our Creator. And we got to be prepared for that journey. Amen. But we're immortal till God's done with us, but we're not stupid. So thanks for sharing with everyone tonight. Uh, I, I want to... I want to emphasize that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I've been young and I've been old, the scripture says, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their children begging bread. It's amazing in a time of crisis that God still provides for his children and you operate in that capacity. But he also says that zeal without knowledge is foolishness. And when you know something and you don't do it, to that man it is sin. So we have to be proactive and Tonight was so helpful for so many folks, so thank you. And we'll have you back again, too, as we get closer to the election, maybe. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure we'll be busy with that. Actually, we're gonna... I'm kidding you. But, Hopefully. But, but we're going to be 24-7 for a Oh, yeah, we're 24-7 for a and, little and bit. And we're going to be keeping you in prayer and, yeah, and asking you. the Lord's covering on you. And you're covered six, but it's, it's time to have covered Jesus. So. Yeah, amen. There you go. Well, let me, you. let me pray for you, and then I'm going to close with the blessing. Lord, thank you for for Bryce and for Chris and for Covered Six and for our law enforcement, that thin blue line. And Lord, we do pray your peace and your covering over the nation. And if there be civil unrest, if these things get tested and and these, uh, Lord, all, all the public services start to get tested in a crisis, we ask, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. But as your children, we're we're prepared. And Lord, we'll do what is required of us that we would be prepared to help those who haven't. And so Lord, thank you. Thank you for tonight and for the wisdom imparted by these two wonderful brothers. I pray you're covering over them, protection over them and all who are involved in the coming days. And Lord, we do pray that um, it would go without instance, but if it does occur, we trust you and we ask that you would bless and protect. And so we commit that to you and we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, uh, number six, blessing for you. And this is critical in this day and age. Receive it from the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And again, peace isn't the absence of conflict. It's the presence of Christ in the midst of it. There will be turmoil. There'll be trials. But call upon the name of the Lord. And, And the Bible says that the the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into him and they are safe. That, that's really what you guys provide, that strong tower. But that's physical. The spiritual side of it is call on the name of the Lord. He'll show you great and mighty things you know not of. And he is a strong tower and the righteous run into him. And tonight, the righteous have heard what the Lord has provided for that strong tower. So be prepared. And, and God's going to do wonderful things in and through our lives in the coming days. So... Have a wonderful evening. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Be safe. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.